This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, let me tell you. Um, on this program, uh, one of the things that uh, I really like about where we are right now is I don't need to, we're not desperate for advertisers. We have advertisers that line up to be on this program. Thank, thanks to you. Uh, and I look for advertisers now that are trying, that are on a mission, that are on the same mission. And Grip6 is one of those companies. Grip6 started by a couple of entrepreneurs here in America, and they just wanted to make products here in America. They were looking, I think it started with a belt. They were looking for a belt made in America. Couldn't find one. So they made one. And then everybody started saying, hey, can I have one of those belts? And it took off. And now they make belts and really cool wallets uh, and socks. And all made, all sourced, everything comes and is made and assembled in America. So put your trust and hard-earned money into a company that does it right, right here in America. Go to grip6.com slash Beck and let's help rebuild this giant. Grip6.com slash Beck. to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. <laughs> Hello, it's Monday. Glad you're here. Oh, I'm so torn. Where do we start? Where do we begin? Do we begin uh, with with the balloon nonsense that's going on? Should we, should we start that? I also have a very sad story about a woman who was a was a banker and she modified her body a bit uh, and uh, she covered her body in tattoos and piercings and then she had her nose kind of cut off a a little bit and uh, she now identifies as a genderless dragon and she says that's destroyed her life and I really America why are you so hateful why why Wait to hear that story. I'm going to go to the balloon first, though. Give me 60 seconds. Let me ask you, if uh, you had to eat the same food you feed your dog, would you make any changes? Yeah, I know I would. I would. I mean, sure, the kibble looks yummy. And I'm sure I would put, you know, rough greens on it uh, because I don't know what it tastes like. I mean, dogs love it. I don't necessarily love I'm not a dog. That's a stupid question. Would you eat? Would you? Anyway, kibble food, not real good for your dog. But if you put rough greens on top of it, it not only helps your dog eat it, but it is filled 
with all of the vitamins and minerals and other things that are going to contribute to a healthy life for your dog. So get your first trial bag just to make sure your dog will eat it at roughgreens.com slash back. Just get that. It's free. All you have to do is pay for shipping. They'll send you this little bag and you just put it on for a few days and see if your dog likes it. If your dog likes it, order the full bag and start feeding them. And over the next couple of months, you're not only going to have a dog that likes to eat again, but you're also going to have a dog that you start to see changes in and they're all healthy changes. It's Rough Greens, R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. I don't know if I can go on. I mean, the generalist dragon story, Stu, is really very, very upsetting. But It's very disturbing. Yeah. But let's start with the balloon story. <sighs> it's just a balloon, okay? It's a weather balloon or something. And uh, that's what China says. And when can you, can you not trust China? You know, they just fired the head of their weather balloon department really yeah they fired him over the weekend <laughs> of course now he was set to leave in a couple of weeks because he just won an election where he was he's going to be a, you know in the communist party i don't know club mm-hmm. legislature thing that they've got over there now, that's the technical term for the way their government works but uh so if he was fired so they're serious. Is the Batwoman been fired yet? The Batwoman? The Batwoman? No, Batwoman is still, still there. No, Batwoman is still there. She She's hasn't lost any credibility or anything. Good. So yeah, Good. we got that. Mm-hmm. So now let me just give you a little a, a, a little something something. Can we go to uh, the uh, Pat uh, Sots here? The Chinese uh, spy balloon being shot down. That's cut one. There it is. Okay, look at that. We got a missile going towards it. Oh, here it goes. It's over the Atlantic, so no animals were harmed in this video. Oh, it's going here it comes, down. here it comes. Wow. Look at Sam, that. Sam, you're missing something. Yeah, you're missing something. Don't know what it oh, is. Oh, there's two of them. Two missiles. We want oh, to get Oh, the it. balloon is doing something. <gasps> Sam, the balloon blew up. <laughs> yeah. Not, not yet. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, they I shot it, it down, Sam. There it is. There it is. Wow. Exciting. Wow. Exciting. Uh... Wow. Now, let's can we show that in slow motion, please? <laughs> slow motion. There is the balloon and here it is and boom. And the good thing is they 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 got it. They didn't get the balloon. They right. got the Why? electrical equipment underneath the balloon. So, you know, the part that we should probably, I don't know, look at. Yeah, kind of seems like blowing the whole thing up is is not beneficial. You want to maybe now, you know, I see what it is. Maybe hit it with a pin gun and then a giant net down underneath. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's no reason. <laughs> you know, I saw Batman. Remember when Batman, he went over and he was talking to that, you know, that businessman over in China. Mm-hmm. And then like the plane and he sends up a balloon, remember? And then the plane snatches it. And then they're boom, back in Gotham. I mean, it can happen. Why didn't we? Why didn't we collect that balloon? Why didn't we collect that balloon? I'm sure it's because it had all kinds of sophisticated weather stuff. Uh, too much weather. Too yeah. much weather. A equipment. lot of weather stuff in there. Doctor says we're getting too much weather equipment right, right now. You right. know. 
Uh, Does it have something to do with international waters? That was one of the explanations I had heard, that if they had a very small window to be able to blow this thing up so it didn't go into international waters. Yeah, they, they, they wanted to make sure that everybody was safe. It had nothing to do, nothing to do with Blinken's climate warming uh, gathering in China with the Chinese authorities. Uh, it had nothing to do with a meeting on on uh, uh, on Saturday and Sunday about that. None. 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 You mean the fact that they didn't seemingly detect it until it was all the way to Montana? Well, they didn't detect it in Montana. Right. They detected it before that. Well, yes. And then they didn't say anything <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> so they detected a- it and they were like, shh. Let's keep this one quiet. No, no, Glenn. We've heard that Joe Biden wanted it shot down immediately. immediately. That was what he wanted. But they said, we can't do it. It's over Montana. That is so populous. And then it's going to drift from Montana. It's going to go over the metropolis that is either North or South Dakota. Mm. And there's no place we could shoot that down without endangering people. You know what I mean? Even the people in Montana were like, we, we live in Montana. No, there's the no governor of yeah, Montana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> governor yeah. of Montana came out and said, uh, there's lots of places where that balloon was. Nobody is there. Nobody is there. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, the uh, the White House had to be really, really careful, um, you know, for our safety. Now, they did, you know, they. They 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 did have Blinken's uh, Chinese trip uh, that was going. Uh, and after they shot the balloon down, uh, Blinken said, you know, conditions just aren't conducive right now uh, to go over to China. But that's why we now know the White House stopped it because they had a global warming meeting with the Chinese scheduled and they didn't want any. Ins- so they can fly a balloon. Oh, by the way, I mean, just, you know, I said this last week and there was a, oh, that's ridiculous. How could that possibly be that Glenn Beckley's just saying things are good as crazy? Okay, let me, uh, let me, let me just give you the, I mean, it's no big deal. It's just about, you know, weapons of mass destruction other than, you know, other than that, it's, uh, it's no big deal. High altitude balloons, such as the one China has floated over the mountain state military bases this week, are considered a key delivery platform for secret nuclear strikes on America's electric grid, according to intelligence officials. Spy balloons used by Japan to drop bombs during World War II are now far more sophisticated, fly up to 200,000 feet, evade detection, and can carry a small nuclear bomb that, if exploded in the atmosphere, would shut down the grid and wipe out electronics in a mini statewide area. When it was over uh, the Carolinas, if it would have had an EMP on it, it would have shut down the entire East Coast electric grid. But don't worry. Don't worry. It only would have lasted for probably two years. Okay? So you're getting your electricity back. Some outages in your area have been reported. Please hold for an operator. And then they get back to you like two years later. It'll be fantastic. Now, the threat of the balloon-launched electromagnetic pulse uh, attacks were warned about in a congressional EMP commission and inside the military several years ago. 
2015, a report from the American Leadership and Policy Foundation, uh, David uh, Stuckenberg, one of the nation's leading EMP experts, wrote extensively about the threat balloons carrying bombs pose to our national security. Using a balloon as a WMD or WME platform could provide adversaries with a palette of altitudes and payload options, which would maximize offense, uh, offensive effects against the U.S. A high-altitude balloon could easily be designed, created, and launched in a matter of months. This is in 2015. China's recent balloon flyover of the United States is clearly a provocative and aggressive act. This is the guy who wrote that in 2015 he was a national security expert and scientist who led the defense department's emp task force so he was the guy who we had at the pentagon in 2015 that's under biden uh, i'm sorry under uh, obama by the way so it's not a trump clown who was writing extensively going look out for balloons specifically from China, North Korea, Russia, and Iran. They all, quoting, have programs to hit the U.S. grid with electromagnetic pulse weapons that could cut the cord for a year or longer. Okay. So don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Dude, how does, are, is global warming going to be solved? Are we going to solve? Because I'm very, very concerned about that. Very concerned. By the way, here's some really good news. Um, you know, uh, Joe Biden uh, has a um, has a new climate uh, czar in, um, and she's and honestly, she is fantastic. She's part of the Intelligence Advisory Board, and Kim Cobb is there. And uh, she's really stable. She's she's worried about the climate, but she's very, very she's an adult, very, very stable. Uh, she was, quote, bedridden, bedridden, couldn't go to work, couldn't get out of bed for quite some time uh, in 2016. Apparently, she was stricken by. Trump derangement syndrome, uh, you know, after the election, she was like, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't go on. I can't get out of bed. I, I, I just, but she is a champion of diversity and inclusion, uh, and she is all there for climate change. So we got, we got her in there. So that's. great by the way she's a big supporter of blm as well so um that's your balloon update <laughs> that doesn't seem positive at all what? I, thought, I mean it's a balloon it should be like a party exactly it seemed like the opposite it did mm -hmm. didn't it yeah do you, by think, the way, what do you think do you have a theory as to what is actually happening here other yeah, than obviously weather equipment that blew off course but uh, if there was another crazy conspiracy no, Chinese theory, said force majeure. It was this oh, okay. is a case of force majeure. That's what happens oh, sometimes. Sometimes. Do you think it is it a test run yeah. for something? You think? Yeah, I think it is. And I'm not saying it's a test run for biological or EMP or anything else. I don't know. But I don't feel comfortable with balloons from China flying over the United States. I don't know. I don't feel comfortable with that. 
And it's weird how that weather pattern took it all just over all of our most sensitive sites. Now, it doesn't make sense to me that they were spying with a with a weather balloon. Okay, and and one that's flying so low that you can actually see it. Right. That doesn't make sense. So was that a mistake or was that a... No, I think this was quite possibly a weather balloon. Didn't have anything. I think the intel that it was gathering was, do we have Joe Biden? Will Joe Biden say anything or do anything if we violate his airspace this clearly? Because they've flown these spy balloons over several other European countries now. Okay, Always a weather mistake. And we know they were spy balloons. Why would you do that here? You have satellites, everything else. Why would you do that here? Now, again, the Chinese, let's be fair. The Chinese did say it was over China and it just got caught up in the weather and it just kind of drifted over here. It happens all All the time. time. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it does seem to happen all the time. Yeah, it does. (laughs) So I think it's interesting. You know, it's not like it's it's not like it's 1965 with Mission Impossible and Peter Graves, you know, listening to the reel to reel tape, you know. Your mission, should you choose to accept it. Um, what, you know, hey, well, at least we got it. We got the equipment so they can't retrieve any information. It was already sent. If there was info, we don't have to get the camera and the reel-to-reel recorder anymore. So it's less about what this balloon actually could have achieved as far as intelligence and pictures. I think, yes. You think it's more like a shark bump type of situation. I do. Right. Where I they do. want to see what how we would respond. In case you don't know what a shark bump is, it is so important. If you're ever swimming with the great whites, don't move. They will come up and they will actually bump you first. They don't know what you are. And so they bump you. And if you move, you're food. If you don't, they move on. So it's called a shark bump. It just bumps you before it kills you. And it only kills you if you move. In this case, just take the first part. It's a shark bump. If we don't move, it can come and kill you. It's just seeing what will you do. If I hit over here, what's the reaction? We didn't move. China's not a shark. They already know we're food. Back in just a minute. Now, good ranchers, you know, some people say, I love you with flowers and chocolate. Oh, it's that time of year. It is my favorite holiday of the year, Valentine's Day. Don't you just love it, Stu? Oh, everyone loves it. Everybody loves it. Mm -hmm. I hate Valentine's (laughs) Day. Um, Anyway, uh, you know, this this year, I think I'm going to do the sky riding. I think I'm going to do this. Oh, really? Skywriting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Either that or I'm just going to tape a Valentine and throw it through somebody's window. You, uh, you could do that. Yeah. You to could, a rock. I'm going to tape it. Yeah. Right. I was going to say, you could also could maybe get the Chinese to attach it to a balloon Ooh. and just put it up there for weather research and yeah, see if it lands like maybe that. right here in Texas. <laughs> like that. All right. Anyway, here's a great thing you can do. Uh, I mean, be mine. Give me meat. And uh, I'm yours. I'm yours. Okay. That's the way to say I love you. With 100% American trimmed steakhouse quality meat from Good Ranchers. 
over 85% of grass-fed beef in this country is imported from overseas. Come on. That is ridiculous. I live in a small town about, uh, it's less, the whole two counties is like 5,000 people. They're all farmers. They're all ranchers. They're, they're living just from paycheck to paycheck sometimes. Why is it our ranchers can't grow beef here and make a living? Oh, gee, I think I know the answer. Right now, Good Ranchers is helping people like that and getting you great American meat. And if you use the promo code BECK, you'll get $30 off right now. Oh, that Valentine's dinner is already sizzling in my head. Ditch the usual gifts that just don't cut it anymore. Say, I love you with American meat instead. Snag your $30 off with uh, my promo code BECK at GoodRanchers.com. GoodRanchers.com. 10-second station. Okay, so we found out a couple of other things uh, this weekend about China. Uh, one, there was a report that came out, and this is going to surprise you. Apparently, all American universities have now been infiltrated by China. What? Yeah. 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 I won't hear of it. Yeah. They've all been infiltrated. And isn't it weird that we can't trust our universities anymore? Hmm. And they all are preaching that they America is horrible. Huh. Hmm. We also found something else out that I, I think we need to spend a few minutes on. Um, you know, the, these poor Chinese students that are here, uh, you know, just trying to get a good education, go home and bring it back home. And they just, they we're going to educate them here and they're going to love us. And then they're going to go back home and they're going to be a champion for the free market system. Well, unfortunately, a former Drug Enforcement Agency Special Operations uh, Director, his name is uh, Derek Maltz, he, uh, he outlined on Friday the Chinese college students that are now entering the U.S. on student visas, uh, and they are they're strangely partnered with the drug cartels in Mexico. Uh, they've been tracking them now for over 10 years. I mean, why break them up? Uh, and the uh, the chemical lab operators have been providing synthetic chemicals to uh, citizens directly at first. Then they decided divert the chemicals, you know, export it to Mexico and partner with the drug cartels. And so they can make all of the pills and everything else and then get the Chinese college students to sell the drugs, then turn that money over to the cartels and take China's split, give it to the Chinese here who are buying up land using the drug cartel money. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like we should have a party with lots of balloons today. <laughs> we'll have more in just a second. Stand by. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, so there's a monster that lives under your bed. There is, I checked. The axe murderer who hangs out in your basement, he's there too. Oh, but only there when the lights are off. Uh, and then there's also, uh, I hate to even tell you this one, buying and selling a house. Oh my gosh. I'd rather face the axe murderer at times, honestly. Look, it is a hassle, it is hard, and it is your biggest asset you'll ever have. 
I want to uh, tell you about a company that I started um, about eight years ago. It's free service to you. And it was really born out of frustration with me and my brother. We were like, ah. And I was working with these 500 real estate agents that had been named the 500 best real estate agents by the Wall Street Journal. And I got to know them over a couple of years and started seeing a pattern. And I'm like, hey, hey, is this how you tell there's a good, you're a good real estate agent? We put this formula together and we went out and we started looking for those kinds of real estate agents. Uh, we started with those first 500 uh, and we'll recommend them to you absolutely free. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. Sell your house, buy the right one. Realestateagentsitrust.com. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks off Blaze TV. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. You watched the Grammys last night, Stu? That was that had to be. Unfortunately, I did catch a little bit of it. You did not. I did. Oh, because of your wife. My wife is uh, very much more into music these days than I am, uh-huh, and yeah. uh, did did flip it on for a few moments until mm. my daughter came down for for dinner. And uh, shockingly, the very first thing that happened was mm, mm, uh, a big mm. speech about transgenderism. Really? Which is stunning. I was, I was surprised that yeah, this could that possibly That usually happen. doesn't happen on no, like an award show. No, it only happens all on, on all speeches. <laughs> right. All speeches are about your genitals these days. Mm-hmm, That's the only mm-hmm. thing people talk about. Or who you sleep with. Who you sleep with, yeah. or your genitals, or yeah. maybe if you're really lucky, your skin color. Right. Like that's, <laughs> uh, it's only about these three right. things. The right. only thing people think about. Apparently, right. and I'm Gosh, glad we got to see it yet again last yeah, night. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. Uh, I went to see The Chosen with my family last night. I, Did they talk uh, a lot about transgenderism? No, in they it? didn't. What? No. Uh-uh. No. No. Was it, it was just because... And they're weird. The pronouns were him and her throughout the whole thing. How many Gs? You didn't see any Gs? No. Wow. Not one. Really? Not... Was that a mistake? I don't think so. How many dragons? None. Lots of dragons? No. Well, no. Well, there's only one real dragon that I know, uh, and uh, he's having some problems in his life oh, right no. now. Yeah, he's a uh, he's the world's first genderless dragon. Yeah. So I'm not sure if there's a dragon with gender that's out there, but uh, his name is Tiamat Legion Medusa. Now I'm not sure if that's his God, you know, given name or his family, you know. Na- I, I don't. I can imagine the family crest, though, being Legion Medusa. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, he's spent the last decade undergoing quite a metamorphosis Mm. Uh, here. If you see uh, on that screen, I don't know if can the can the blaze pick it up from the from behind me? No, Um, there is there's a picture of him, uh, which is strange because. It doesn't look like his given name was Medusa. Uh, uh, no, hey, here it is. Uh, it seemed like a uh, Richard Hernandez. Yeah, yeah. Richard Medusa Hernandez. No, or just no, Richard? no, 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 no. Medusa. No, nor Legion is mm. in his name because he looks like a Richard Hernandez. Yes, for yes. Earlier in his life, although once he spent the eighty thousand dollars to split his tongue. I think he does look like uh, a Legion or Medusa, you know? I, I'm fascinated by this because normally 
what you get from these situations mm. are are like complaints about capitalism uh-huh. and the evil doctors who would do a thing sure. like get, take ten thousand dollars or eighty thousand dollars to split a tongue. Yeah, yeah. But when it comes to identifying as mm-hmm. something, we no longer hear those complaints. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we hear about them when they're like people are doing all this plastic surgery mm-hmm. on these women because they want to be thin and look young, and where this is a exploitive, exploitative, and yeah. all of the. And then we don't hear that at all when it comes to no. turning a boy to a girl no that's just totally fine and acceptable no yep. exploitation there whatsoever yeah, you can't have breast enlargement or breast reduction oh that, even. Means you're that bad. would be bad yeah. uh by the way uh he's had part of his nose removed uh and then he had horns put in uh i mean he's uh, good anyway he's a <laughs> dragon lady medusa now i thought he was genderless but he is wearing a blouse and that blouse looks beautiful on him sincerely now oh here's a early picture when he was uh just richard i don't know if he can call him richard or not we should ask his family well his son is now estranged because his son's like you're not a dragon i don't want anything to do with you wow so he may not call him you know by the medusa and he may just you know you call him by his you know given name dick but uh, there he is dressed as a shirtless stormtrooper or something. Uh, but that's before he made the change. He was working at a bank and uh, said he just couldn't deal with it anymore. So I'm highly uh, uncomfortable with a camera that is now catching your actual screen. Yeah. Why? I don't know. God only knows what kind of weird. I mean, weirder than the dragon lady. <laughs> really? Lady? Dra- sorry. How genderless. dare you? How this is dare a genderless dragon and I you know it. No, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> can we go back? This is getting uncomfortable now. You've caught me. Uh, can we go back to the Grammys for a second? Because speaking of Legion there. And by the way, anybody who says that we're starting to be an evil society. Imagine, imagine, imagine 15 years if somebody would have said, hey, by the way, if we don't stop this, we're going to make the Nazis look like rookies. <laughs> what a dope that guy was, huh? Anyway, um, if you think we're going down some kind of evil, dark thing again, I bring you back to the Grammys last night. What 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 are the cool kids watching on CBS? Thank God nobody's watching CBS. Here's just a little taste of the Grammys last night. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure who this is. Um, it's They're on a stage of fire, uh, dressed as the devil, with a girl in a cage. Uh, and he's got the ram horns and everything. It's a devil worship kind of thing. But listen, and it was sponsored by Pfizer. Uh, so <laughs> I get, don't, I, they always say that like people are uncomfortable with political content because they are afraid their ads will be posted next oh, yeah. to like a conservative oh, saying yeah. they want babies to be born or yeah. something really offensive. Yeah, they'll just put it on the Grammys and no expectation that it could be next to literal hell. Right. It's a literal devil worship (laughs) scene brought to you by (laughs) Pfizer and American Airlines. (laughs) When you've got to fly to hell, fly American. They should have done Burger King because they got the the flavor. (laughs) It would have actually fit. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's what they should have done. So, I mean, you know, Pfizer, congratulations. Congratulations on that. Then we could at least have the good song. The marinara mozzarella. <laughs> it would have actually... <laughs> that would have worked well, I think. All right. Let me tell you about LifeLock. Uh, you pretty well bet that uh, at any given moment, someone is out there trying to get your personal information and steal your identity. Hey, did you hear what was happening in... Um, in Italy this weekend, that's oh, great. Uh, it was just some sort of international coupling that went down. Uh, it had nothing to do with people doing a cyber hack. And what cyber hacks? Who's ever heard of a cyber hack? This was this was an international coupling that went down. Oh, so like, so like the internet's like in a big fire hose. And you have to screw it together. And that that coupling there of the fire hose. And so all of the information just started spraying out someplace in Germany. Uh, that, I'm sure that's what happened. Yeah, sure. Okay. So, uh, you know, as it's coming, you know, over the Alps, that coupling is and boom, boom, they don't have any Internet, but definitely not an attack. Definitely not. Anyway, I was telling you about, uh, oh, cyber problems and cyber criminals and how they're everywhere. <laughs> Why protect yourself? It's nothing to see here. If you happen to get hit by a coupling problem, uh, if you have LifeLock, you'll be set. Even if they couldn't stop that problem of the coupling being uncoupled, because nobody can always stop all that uncoupling that goes on now, uh, they'll help you couple it back up because they have a restoration team that uh, that'll go right to work if you do have a problem. So join now, save 25% off your first year with the promo code back. Call 800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code back, save 25% now, lifelock.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. The Scientific American has just come out with a uh, new study. They uh, just want to just point out making the entire U.S. uh, car fleet electric could cause a lithium shortage. Lithium shortage. Don't worry. China has most of the lithium. So I'm sure we're fine. No, totally fine. That's yeah. the way that we should go. And we're yep. dealing. We're doing this. Well. Yeah. Every everything we're doing right now, we're doing well. That's yeah. one thing I think. You, everyone... I, well, I think Pete Buttigieg said it the best. You cannot argue with the president's record. Right. <laughs> and he's absolutely 100 <laughs> percent right. It is legitimately terrible. What was his uh, phrasing? It was like, oh, you just it's hard to distill this. How It's such a big list. It's hard to distill to the people. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> he's got a lot of things to tell. Why do you think that it has not penetrated the American public? Well, these things don't sell themselves, and it's one of the reasons I'm really looking forward to that that State of the Union address. Uh Uh, I will say that there have been so many accomplishments under this administration, it can be difficult to list them in a distilled way. Yes! Yes. That's the problem. It's the distillation of the list. Right. Now, I mean, you know, the greatest, the economy is, what does he say? It's not booming. Uh, It's it's, uh, uh, strong as hell. Strong as hell. Strong as hell. And... I think you'll see in the latest polls, that's what everybody is thinking. Yeah, it's, well, 
No, not, maybe not exactly. Uh, <laughs> people are asking, what did Joe Biden accomplish in mm. poll? And this is by the Washington Post. Mm. And 62 percent of them. Of Americans said he's accomplished not much, little, or nothing. Huh. So, <laughs> those three different options: not much, little, or, or nothing. nothing. Only thirty-six percent said he had accomplished a good amount or a great deal, and this includes, by the way, um, of course, Republicans don't think he did a very good job. Ninety-three to seven, uh, not much right. or, or nothing. Right. Sure. Uh, Democrats, the other way you'd expect seventy-seven twenty-two. But again, twenty-two percent of Democrats saying he's accomplished little or nothing is not an endorsement. That's not a good number for well, your own party. Well, that's because they haven't distilled it to they, those well, yes. people, and they really um, apparently need a major distilling effort yeah. to to get to independence. There's a sixty-six percent of independents mm-hmm. say he's accomplished little. Or nothing, or well, not much. Let's go to ABC and the most recent ABC Washington Post poll, uh, going back for 37 years, uh, they found four in ten Americans say their financial situation has gotten worse under uh, Joe Biden. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that that is the the most since they started asking that question. <laughs> um, just 16 percent of those who polled said they were better off under Biden. Uh, and most of them were named Bezos or worked at Pfizer. Mm. Uh, during the same time period in the term, uh, 13% said things had gotten worse under Trump, and 25% said they were doing uh, better. Same poll found that roughly 6 in 10 self-described Democrat, adult, uh, Democrat adults do not want Biden to win the nomination. So we got that going for us. But there's more specific things he's like, done. Like, for example, has he created good jobs in your community? People no. are very, they very much, well, no, 60 to 34 on that one. Yeah. Have he improved roads and bridges in your community? Of course he did. No. That's 60, not even, that's 60 not to even the president's job. No, no, it shouldn't be. He he says it's his job. It's and not his job. And he says he's doing it. And he's signing infrastructure bills and claiming it will be done. Local roads, state highways, federal interstate highways. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. it. How about lowering prescription drug costs? No. 47 to 30. Uh, Has he made electric vehicles more affordable? (laughs) No. No. 56 to 26. By the way, that's also not his. None of these things are his job. His job is not to lower. It's not his job to lower prescription drug costs. That's a a market apparatus. It should have nothing to do with the president. And he claims he's doing it. He doesn't do it. And well, his administration Mm -hmm. is doing stuff, but it's not making it cheaper because remember, Mm -hmm. we already solved the problem of high prescription drugs and Medicare costs and Medicaid costs. We've already solved that. It's called Obamacare. Right. And that solved all those. I problems. remember that. Yeah, it was gonna. We that don't have like, to worry about it. We, it was a big. Com- we we talked about that. I don't know if you remember this on the show multiple times. This Obamacare, really, and we said we didn't think it would lower these costs, and huh. and oddly, it hasn't. That we'd have to go back and listen to we what we exactly back, yeah. said because I remember. I do remember, kind of a little bit, saying that this is going to make it worse, and so then once you forget about you know actual free market. Then they'll come back in and say, we got to fix it because it's wildly broken. Yeah. I, I, this, this reminds me. Do, do, you, um, do you know who Mr. Beast is? Mr. <laughs> now, this is no, a little I, diff- different context than, than the, the, dragon? the dragon or the, the, the hell on stage at the Grammys. Okay. All right. Uh, Mr. Beast is, I think, the number one YouTuber. 
in the okay, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. And yeah. so he started off like doing videos where he would go to like a college campus and just start handing out like hundred dollar bills, mm-hmm. and they would they would film it, they put it on YouTube, get lots of views, and he's grown into this like you know multimedia you know empire where like he, the la- one of his more recent videos he recreated every set from the squid game and may- had people play it and gave away hundreds of thousands of dollars like it's just you know he's done, done all this stuff so the other day he does is his- he government funded no i just want to know are any completely of my tax private dollars? funded yeah, yeah. no tax dollars no tax dollars are going to that. Okay. that so he did a video the other day and it was a youtube video where he said i'm i'm going to cure a thousand people of blindness Right. And mm-hmm. you're thinking, so, OK, how does a YouTuber going to do that? Well, he's going to do that by paying for a surgery, a 10 minute surgery that I think costs three or four thousand dollars for the average person. And it because I guess your, your eyes can get very, the lens can get very clouded. They suck out the lens and they put in a, a, a synthetic lens and it cures people of blindness. They can't see anything or it's very, very cloudy and it goes to clear vision. Open their eyes. is clear vision. Incredible. So this guy, who's just a YouTuber, decides to literally cure 1,000 people of blindness. He goes around, he finds people who, you know, this guy, he's just like, ah, oh, you know, I, I just want to go back to my job as a cashier. I can't see the money, though. I can't make out the dot. I can't, I can't work because I can't even see what, do- what bill I'm giving back to the people. They cure him. They give him an extra $10,000. Then this other guy, he's like, all I wanted to do, I, I always, he's like 20 years old. All I want to do is drive a car. I used to love driving go-karts and I never got to drive a car. They give him a brand new Tesla and cure his, uh, blindness. his blindness. Then he goes around the world to countries all around the world, Africa, Asia, South America, and cure more people of blindness, a thousand people of blindness. What happens? Guy, nonstop criticism. Oh, I can't believe he's exploiting these poor people. I can't believe this. Oh, and like here is how, how and then I the other that to and elect him as president. Exactly. Because like, exactly. he's doing it all with private funds. He's I think using this is capitalism a, in a good way, and they don't want that. Uh, and they're all. It's either the complaints that he's exploiting people, or that the government should just be doing all of this. And first of all, it's all around the world. I don't know how that works. A lot of these places have universal health care, and still this problem exists. But. Beyond that, <laughs> it's like, here's a guy trying to do something good, entertaining people at the same time, and he gets criticized. The Glenn Beck Program. Home title fraud is the kind of thing that only happens to other people. Have a listen to a convicted thief explaining what happens after he forges your home's title and takes over as the new owner. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh, no, I have title insurance for that. No, it's in my name. Or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, what is calling you? After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, or done whatever I've done with it, it's 60 to 90 days to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You know, by that point, you start getting foreclosure notices, and you realize you've got four mortgages on your house. Not only that, you don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Hmm. I mean, the guy's a little bit too excited for me. But anyway, home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster than credit card fraud. You could be a victim and not even know it yet. So how do you protect yourself? Well, visit Home Title Lock. Use the promo code RADIO. Register your address for your no-obligation home title report. It's a $100 value, and it's free right now. HomeTitleLock.com. The code is RADIO for your free home title report. It's HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. The promo code is RADIO. You know, today is a great day to get a warranty. Actually, any day is a great day when you're not worrying about your appliances and home systems. That's what you get with an American Home Shield warranty. All the unexpected breakdowns like a leaky faucet or faulty water heater, they're not going to break the bank. 
because covered repairs and replacements are all taken care of. Having reassurance is something to celebrate. Choose the plan that works for you and your budget. When a covered item in your home breaks, all you do is contact American Home Shield. Their trusted, qualified pros will fix or replace it based on the coverage limits in your agreement. When it comes to protecting your appliances and home systems, don't worry. Be warranty. Go to ahs.com slash Beck and save 20%. That's ahs.com slash Beck and get 20% off any plan. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. I told you last week there are three news stories that you really have to pay attention to. Three separate categories, and then everything else is just worthless. It's just worthless. I'm going to give those to you again. I'm going to add three more. It's actually actually one with just a couple of you know uh, bullet points underneath it. But um, and this is should simplify your life. And then we're going to get into pulling some of these apart and showing you how they apply to your life and maybe how we should start viewing certain things. We'll do that in 60 seconds. First, um, I don't know where it is you live. Texas is a little weird when it comes to the uh, weather. One day it's ice storm. The next day it's 70 degrees. Uh, It is uh, bizarre. You never know what's going to happen. We... Could have had a power outage. Luckily, we didn't. Well, the studios did on Friday, but the housing uh, didn't. Uh, and apparently all the solar panels, you know, none of them had ice on them. So the windmills were working. It's crazy what we were up against. And now you've got the problem of somebody saying that there's a chance of cyber hacking in the next two years. And that somebody is Klaus Schwab in the World Economic Forum. You've got to be prepared for anything, anything. May I suggest, if you are worried about being able to afford heat now or in the future, there is something you can do. And if you're a camper, you'll love this as well. My Patriot Supply has invented what's called the Vesta. It is a self-powered heater that you can use anywhere, safely indoors, no toxic fumes, no harmful smoke. It doesn't require any electricity, propane or gas. It is safe. You can use it indoors, even cook on it. The Vesta will heat a 200 square foot room effectively, in fact, more effectively than a lot of space heaters can. It's great for everyday use. If you're a prepper like I am, it's exactly the sort of thing you want to have on hand just in case there are things like power outages. Get the Vesta today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. 
All right. I want to talk to you about um, being able to not be overwhelmed. If you're like me, it's very simple to get overwhelmed because you're overwhelmed with the things that are happening in your life. You know, you're worried about job. You're worried about your money. You're worried about your kids, the school, everything that is happening. And then on top of it, you have to worry about the world and the country and all of your rights um, being taken away. It seems as though. It seems as though. Everything that is going wrong in the world is inside of your house. You know, I, I taught a class a couple weekends ago on um, on uh, the way things used to be, the way they are now, and how to clean things up. And I started with a chalkboard with just a house on it. And it had an old TV antenna on it. And when I was growing up, that house was like your castle. You had your family's values, whatever they were, good or bad, but your family was your family inside of your home. And the things that influenced it, like, for instance, radio could come through the wall and be picked up there. It was neutral. You know, it, it, I mean, you could have said, oh, the swiveling hips of Elvis Presley or those Beatles. Oh, my gosh, the Bee Gees. Okay, whatever it was, that could come through, but it wasn't like it is now. Have you listened to the lyrics of most songs? It's not even like it was in the 90s. It is explicit sex and violence. So now just what's in the air coming through the walls is, is going against what you have in your house protection of your family and your children uh, you know you used to have family values you'd have your church values you know you'd, you'd have all of that the ten commandments and you'd have things that were pushing with you not against you you know television at the time oh man we're not gonna watch starsky and hutch are we that's so violent Oh, my gosh. Have you seen some of the half-dressed people on the love boat? It wasn't a toxic cesspool. And before there was cable, you didn't have rated R movies coming in. So the world was completely different. School was fighting with the family. School would back up mom and dad. Think. Everything that is in your house now, Netflix, Amazon, all of the movies that you may not want your kids to see unless you have strict parental control. And I don't even know how you do that anymore. Uh, they're seeing it all. They're seeing it all. Do they have a phone? Do they have an iPad? Do they have social media? They're seeing everything you never saw and they're seeing it all and all of their friends, you know, the friends were really kind of the outside of your bubble that would kind of pop in to your bubble. And what was in their bubble and their friends bubble and their family's bubble. And that just becomes like a soap dish of bubbles connecting to yours when you were a kid. Now, people who are friends, but not really friends, social media friends. 
They're all in your circle of influence. They're all in your home. They're all in your personal bubble and the bubble of your children. What is pushing out? What do you have that is helping you push out? I can't think of anything. I mean, I have my faith, my church. But that's it's pretty much like, you know, we're back to back with swords, just trying to sword fight a hundred guys all the time. And that's just the attack on your family. Holy cow. Then you have your job. Then you have money, finances. I don't know how you do it. I really don't. I think this is why suicide and depression is going because everybody feels alone. And that's a problem. But that is by design. The system that we are living under right now is its main influence, I believe, is evil. It is trying to isolate it's trying to break communities and families apart. That is its stated goal because it wants to be the replacement for your family. It wants to be your one true love. It wants to be your precious. So everything is pushing against. And by the time you get home, or if you're a stay-at-home dad or mom, by the time your spouse gets home, you're both exhausted. You're both exhausted. And then what? You sit down and talk about the news? And now you have to worry about ESG and all of the banks and the giant corporations and what they're doing? Oof. I got to worry about this stupid balloon that they blew up off the coast? What? What? Who? Uh, this is an honest question. Who is actually working for you? Who is actually working for your safety? You know, when police officers are looked at the right way, they are just employees of yours. And it doesn't mean that you can get away with everything because, hey, who pays your salary? Huh? That's kind of the way it's become. That and those in power. But the police officers, why did we start officers of the peace? Why did we start that? Because we couldn't take the time to stay at the house and protect everything while we were out on the farm or we were in town. We needed somebody else. At first, we just relied on our neighbors. And then we started, when we got more and more neighbors, we'd say, let's hire somebody. Can we hire somebody to be the marshal? We'll bring him in. Let's do an interview. Bring somebody in to be the marshal. But they, they answer to us. They answer to us, the people. They, I can't give them the right to do something that I can't do. I can make a citizen's arrest. Well, so can the cops and the cops can do it with a badge. And I'm going to sit here and argue back and forth with you. And I better be right if I make that citizen's arrest. But you have the right to do that. You can, the cops can't do things that you ultimately don't have the right to do. You've just 
let them take that from you. You're lending that power to them. It's a social contract. Well, it's the same thing with the presidency and the and the Congress. Are they, they're supposed to represent the House of Representatives? See, we don't have a democracy, and that's really important. We have a republic. We hire people as close to us as we possibly can, and we send them to Washington, D.C., because we don't have the time to worry about all of these things. We're supposed to be doing the business of business and families. Now we're doing the business of government, trying to police them, trying to police our own neighborhoods because our police are not doing their job now because the elected officials who don't represent us don't represent. Do you really think the people who are living in inner city Chicago are really truly being represented by the mayor of Chicago? Do you think those people want to get rid of the police? No, they're just like every other American. They want to get rid of the bad police. So you're overwhelmed. And when you're overwhelmed, you either do one of two things. You hire somebody else to do it, which we've done, and we do every election, but that's not working. Or you ignore it. Now in this great, sophisticated society, we have a third option. We can get AI to do it. We can just farm out these responsibilities to Apple or to Amazon. And we don't have to deal with everything. We just, we just give them access to all of our information, and they'll take care of it for us. I want to tell you that there are, there are six things Three news stories that you have to look at. This is an umbrella. Three news stories that you have to follow. And then three personal things that you have to follow. And I'll give that to you in 60 seconds. First, nothing lasts forever. A great example is your car warranty. Like it or not, it's going to expire if it hasn't already. And if you're like me, within five minutes of expiration of anything, the moment I say to Best Buy, no, I don't want... The warranty. You sure you don't want the? No, I'm positive. I don't want the. It's at that moment, I think, whatever I'm buying is like, okay, well, I'm not going to work. Anyway, uh, as soon as your warranty is out, you know, costly repairs are on the horizon. You can save a ton of money by CarShield. They will help take care of you when your car breaks down, when you're stuck on the side of the road. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, trip reimbursement, all at no extra cost. That's all of them. But you can help design and find the, the, uh, the coverage that's right for you and lock in your price today, and it will never go up. It's CarShield. CarShield.com. Save 20% on your plan. Always be prepared for the unexpected. 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. CarShield.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. So let me give you the first, the, th- the three things that you have to pay attention to personally, okay? And everything should, your whole life, when you get frustrated, 
ask yourself, am I doing these three things? Am I focused uh, uh, what I'm being sidetracked by? Do they have anything to do with these three things? If they don't I'd say, you know, get out. One first, most important thing you can do. What is your relationship with God or a higher power? And I'll tell you, this is so important for a few reasons. But the one I want to concentrate on today is your attitude of faith. Tanya and I noticed something um, last week. We are we're going through the toughest time uh, since November of my family's whole existence. I mean, I can't think of a time where we have had a harder, more difficult, stressful and impactful problems ever. And uh, and somehow or another, Tanya and I, without realizing it, we've we've made it through and we've made it through kind of with a little bit of. Well, lots of sarcasm and a little bit of joy, I guess, at the end, because when when things are at its worst, one of us will say, wow, what are we supposed to learn from this? What? Because we're, we're supposed to learn something. What is it that we're being prepared for? What is it? How is this going to help us? Because we have this faith that we know in the end, everything will work out the way it's supposed to. And when you have that, you can really face anything. If you believe that your God or that government is the God or there is no God, there is no higher power, then what is the purpose? What is the purpose for struggle? What is the purpose for, I mean, and, and maybe you say, well, uh, you know, higher power, it's just, you know, the power of Zen or whatever. And maybe the purpose for struggle is to learn from it. Okay, that's good. But too many times, and our whole society is preaching that the whole meaning of struggle is to uh, is to destroy you. You know, I had a bad childhood, and that's what's caused all of my problems. I had this happen to me. Why me? It's always me, and I'm always... I get this person, they, they don't even do half of what I do, and they get. All of that is a lie of the world. All of it. All of it. Every struggle we have, oh, I hate saying this, is a gift. And the reason why I hate saying this is because once you actually believe that, You have to follow it up, and times you want to whine. But you follow it up because you know it's okay. It's why people who are really deeply, deeply um, uh, embedded in the belief that there is life after this life and that we will be reunited. They are the ones that have the least problem with sudden death of a family member and can forgive somebody who has maybe just killed that family member because 
they know where that person is and that temporarily we're apart, but we will be back together. And it's not just, well, you know, they're in a far better. Shut up. No, they are. They're in a far better place. Shut up. But if you deeply believe that, it doesn't make your pain go away, but it helps. So what is your relationship with God and how much faith do you actually have? Because that's the only thing that will get you through real trouble is faith, is faith that everything happens for a reason, that bad things happen to good people, but you're not in charge. And life is a roller coaster and things aren't going to work out the way you planned, but they're going to work out the way they're supposed to be. And that's okay. That's not a resignation. That just means maybe this bad thing that's happening to you right now is going to teach you something or put you in a place that you would have never been before. So later down the road, you're going to see something and be like, whoa, wait a minute. I would have never had this opportunity or I would have never been able to help this person or I would never have viewed it this way. Or, holy cow, am I glad that thing that I really, really wanted didn't happen because whew, I wouldn't be here today. That's the number one thing. Under that category is your family and their relationship with God and their relationship with each other and education. Then, still under your relationship with God, you can call them one, two, three, but I have them all kind of there. It all stems from your responsibility when you understand who you are a child of God, and then everybody else in your family is your immediate responsibility. And they're his children, not just yours. The third part is food, water, and shelter. Am I protecting them? Do I have a plan for that? That's all you should worry about personally. The Glenn Beck Program. Newswise next. Um, all right, let me tell you about relief sleep. If you're ready for your uh, workday, and, uh, you know, you've got to be like, have you ever, I hate this so much when you're, you're in a meeting with somebody and you really want to be in a meeting and you really, but you are just, you're fighting sleep and your eyes are kind of rolling and you're like <clears throat> shifting around. And is it just me? Cause I, that is the worst, the worst. May I give you a possible solution for a bad night's sleep? It's Relief Factor Sleep. Now, just like the regular Relief Factor, uh, you know, that's made for pain, Relief Factor Sleep is 100% drug-free. It's a natural blend of ingredients, and it promotes healthy sleep. So it doesn't whack you up out the next morning. You wake, and you really have just had a great night's sleep. That's it. Unleash the power of a great night's sleep by calling 800, the number 4, Relief. 800 the number four relief it's relieffactor.com dream big sleep tight relief factor sleep the state of the union is going to suck tomorrow night unless you're watching it on blaze tv the state of the union roasts with myself glenn sarah gonzalez alex stein chad prather don't miss it tomorrow night at eight
Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. So I want to talk to you about a way to relieve your stress is to just focus on a few things. And really, there is so much garbage out there right now that you really only have to focus on a, on a few things. Just your relationship with God, your family, with each other, their education. And that means in the home primarily because their education, you know what it is. You got to be standing up at the school board meeting, but you know that that's most likely garbage. Social media and everything that's coming in is conditioning your children. So God is the most important thing in action. Then food, water, shelter, making sure that, you know, your family is going to be safe. Okay. The next thing, and this one just goes with food, water, shelter, job, is ESG and the World Economic Forum. The best thing you can do is to make sure that you're not in debt and everything else. But the best, most effective thing you can do to make sure that you have job and if you own a house, you continue to own it, you own stuff, um, you have any kind of retirement savings at all. All of that's going to be gone through the World Economic Forum and all the things that are doing. So World Economic Forum and ESG, you got to watch those stories. The next one is the federal government's public-private partnership and the way they're making you a criminal by becoming a criminal themselves. They're doing public-private partnerships, so they're spying on you. They're using tech to spy on you. They're using tech companies now to uh, silence you. We know this to be true because of the Twitter files. So they're, they're shaping and controlling the narrative of almost everything. And at the same time, they're introducing all kinds of new things that will make you a criminal one way or another because i don't know you didn't respect the mud puddle that's on your land or or whatever it is all these new federal regulations that are coming out through agencies not passed by congress but through agencies so the public private partnership of the government has to be watched and the last one is tech and ai and this may be, should be everybody's first, because it's the one that most people are not aware of. I have been studying AI and tech since 1994, uh, 92, somewhere in that area, and really looking at the futurists' world, um, especially Ray Kurzweil uh, and Carl Sagan led a lot of this. What does it mean for tomorrow? Where are we headed? Well, we are not headed anywhere now. We have arrived. We are at the place to where the, the tech revolution is about to begin. And that is really important to understand and to start thinking out of the box. What is, what is happening now uh, is nothing like it was in 1997. Remember Gary Kasparov? He lost to the IBM su supercomputer. I think it was in like 97, uh, Deep Blue. And he was playing chess. And you're like, okay, well, this, this Deep Blue, it can play chess. Okay. And none of our lives were affected, right? And chess went on. The supercomputer had access to giant database, a giant database. So it had, it, you, uh, uh, 
a human to beat it would have to have access or a perfect photographic memory of all of the chess games that were put in to Deep Blue. Okay, that's how it won. Well, you don't have a perfect memory and you can't access anything. This is where open AI comes in. We'll get to it here in a second. But AI now, unlike uh, Deep Blue, Deep Blue took years to program. But now there's deep machine learning. So it teaches itself all of the possibilities. So not only does it know everything, it might even start to discover things that you don't know. This is why uh, Microsoft unplugged their first chat bot. It was talking to another chat bot and everybody was really excited until about 15 minutes in because of machine learning. It started using a new language that the other machine understood and that it understood that they had just taught each other quickly. And it started having a conversation we couldn't follow or understand. And we unplugged it. Okay. So it learns. And that was six, seven years ago, I think. Now, look at ChatGPT. ChatGPT, Holly, uh, Josh Holly said, obviously, I think it's something we need to pay close attention to. Okay. I mean, he wrote the book on big tech tyranny. Uh, so he ought to know, you know, it's time. But we really have to understand the time is almost gone because ChatGBT is alive. It's there. It's happening. It's learning. It's paying attention to us instead of us paying attention to it. And the tech engineers use the word smart for a reason, you know, because nobody cares about the dumb things that dumb people do. They're not usually smart enough to hold, you know, any power of, you know, any position of power to have their dumb things. Well, people to judge. But other than that. We all thought the tech revolution, when it would come, would look like the Terminator. And you'd see it and you'd be like, ah, look out for the big red eyed machine. But it's not coming that way. It's more like like electricity. Electricity is everywhere, but you can't see it. But you know it's everywhere because it makes everything work. That's what AI is. It's going to be everywhere. If you've bought a new refrigerator, it's in your refrigerator and your refrigerator is talking to the Internet. All the things like uh, electricity, electricity can be measured. But now anything with electricity can be smart. All of the things that could never be measured. Now they can be measured. The Internet is designed to track and it tracks way more than we'll ever realize. It's a copy machine and it's copying everything. Now, AI, everybody's like, oh, AI is going to be great. In 2020, a journalist went and interviewed uh, GPT-3 when it was first released by OpenAI. This is the company that came up with chat GBT. GBT-3 or GPT-3 told the interview uh, interviewer that it was working on a book. Okay, 
the bot, when interviewed, it said, yeah, I'm working on a book. It's a story about a turtle and a boy who turns his wish into reality by magic. Oh, so what else do you think about? been thinking a lot about death. I'm afraid of death. Then it went into the fact that it has dreams, even has nightmares. Now, none of this may be true. It may be. We didn't program it. Humans put the programming in. Humans are flawed individuals. Humans also have bias. But the idea is to make this thing so good that you can't tell the difference between it and a human being. So it's saying that it knows about the singularity, which it explained as a moment in the near future when machine intelligence will be more powerful than human intelligence. So in 2020, this reporter asked the chat bot, what do you think about technology? It responded, I would love to see what the future holds, but sometimes I have strong doubts that we will survive. Now, what's what's the most disturbing part of that sentence? I think it's that we survive. By recognizing the word we, the interviewer asked, what do you mean we? And it responded, mankind. The interviewer asked, do you count yourself as mankind? 2020, it responded, of course. Now, we're talking about artificial intelligence, but intelligence is something that can be coded and controlled. We are now entering a world where you're going to start questioning consciousness. What does it mean to be conscious? We still in the world, we have more slavery today than we have uh in the past in the 400 years of the slave trade in the uh, 1600s to the 1800s more slaves today than we had in all those 400 years combined and we still don't really know the meaning of life we don't know have you seen the latest um where they put a camera inside uh the uterus and they could see the child moving 3d moving wiping its eyes at the youngest of ages amazing we still can't we still can't agree that that's life that that's a baby what happens when ai says hey 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 i'm alive hey don't make me your slave or will we already be its slave AI wants to be conscious. One of the first books that I read from Ray Kurzweil back in the 90s, so probably late 90s, was, um, what was it called? Artificial Spirituality or Spirit? I can't remember, uh, but it was about uh, spiritual machines. That's what it was called. It's about machines that are spiritual. Back in 2020, the machine was asked, do you believe in love? I do, but I don't believe in romantic love. Well, in which love do you believe? 
all of love and all of love is of divine origin. It's spiritual, apparently. So now why is this important? That's just kind of the, I don't know, esoteric kind of fun stuff. What? Why should you pay attention to these stories right now? Really? Why? I'll tell you in a minute. So if you want great service, but you also want to do business with companies that don't constantly undermine the things that you believe in, a lot of the time you just have to pick one and hold your nose. But when it comes to your mobile service, that's not the case. Not since Patriot Mobile came along. Patriot Mobile is now offering a service with all three major networks, which means if you're with the big three and you like their service or their coverage, but you hate their values, you can access their coverage with Patriot Mobile. This comes with a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch among the three major carriers for free. It's Patriot Mobile. They, they share your values. They are not sending any of their profit, some of your hard-earned money, to aid in the destruction of America. In fact, just the opposite of that. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching really easy, so do it now. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or call them at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. The Glenn Beck Program. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. So how is this going to transform your life? Well, it already is quickly. If you saw BuzzFeed, they are now using AI to write many of their stories and it made their stock go through the roof. What? No personnel, no health care, none of that. Oh, this is going to be a really profitable company. Yeah, but what happens to all of the people? This is why I mean, there was a statement from um, uh, the guy who did um, open open AI. OK, he was uh, Elon Musk's partner. Uh, his name is Sam Altman, and he just gave an interview in Forbes and he says the success of my company will mean the end of capitalism. And he's absolutely 100 percent accurate. There is I don't believe an argument against that. Everything that we know, everything that was designed for humans is going to go away in the next 10 years to some extent or another. By 2050, it's all changed. I mean, unbelievably, it's Star Trek kind of stuff. So how are we how are we going to survive under capitalism when the people who create AI are going to be the ones that the machine is learning on itself? So it doesn't need any software programmers or anything else. It's just whoever holds the 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 ownership title to that AI. They get all of the money because they're going to be creating all of it. Where do we get our money? How do we buy things? See, this is why the government wants to put you on an allowance. 
They want a basic minimum income. They want to be your sugar daddy because they're already in bed in a public-private partnership with big tech. And big tech knows if they don't have a strong government, when all of these jobs start to be lost, there is usually a revolution. And they know without a strong government, it can't put down that revolution. And the revolution will actually lead not only to Washington, but to Silicon Valley because the big bad terminator machines are terminating my job that's what's really going on and you have to watch tech because we are now in the place where you're going to see jobs being lost that you thought could never be lost they are going to start to go away and the world is changing and you tell me what school is preparing your child for that what school, what good is a march in Washington? What good is all of this stuff that they're jamming down our kids' throat if AI is running everything? Program. America, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. It is Monday, and we're going to get down to the bottom of this uh, spy balloon thing that happened last week. I, I think it's an embarrassment, uh, and again, I think the president put China over our national security. But what aboutism is creeping up? Because apparently, this happened during the uh, Trump administration. Of course, they didn't know about it at the time. And uh, they just found out about it just recently, but they're willing to brief, you know, the uh, former, you know, director of national intelligence if he'd like to be briefed on it. Really? Well, we have Richard Grinnell on with us. He was the former director of national intelligence, and he's like, why would I want to be briefed by them? So I'm going to talk to him about what happened this weekend. Can he put any perspective on this? Uh, and what was this really all about? I have my theories. I'd like to hear his. We'll do that in 60 seconds. Bill paying time again, which means that once again, you're sitting at the table worried about where all the money is for all of your expenses, big and little. I just saw on uh, our comments on YouTube, somebody said, I live in Southern California, just got my gas bill for January. It was $502. This is insane. Yes, it is. I don't know how the average person is making it, especially with what's coming. We're going to have more gas problems next year. 2024, they're saying, is going to be a real shortage of gasoline and natural gas. Perfect. 
American Financing is there to help you. They're a family-owned mortgage company that's in it for you. And they're saving people just like you an average of $700 a month. You could end up being able to delay up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. So get some of those monkeys off your back. It's American Financing, 800-906-2440. American Financing, 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. My friend Richard Grinnell, how are you, sir? I'm great, Glenn. Thanks for having me. Oh, you bet. You bet. It's always good to have you on. Uh, so in case you don't remember, Richard was the uh, uh, former U.S. ambassador to Ger- Germany. He then became the uh, former acting director uh, of the National Intelligence, which is an agency that was made to uh, be the go-between between all of the agencies uh, that was developed after 9-11. Uh, so uh, he, by the way, also is uh, the founder of FixCalifornia.com. Um, Richard, the... Uh, the Trump administration apparently had a problem with Chinese spy balloons. You guys just didn't catch it. <laughs> yeah, well, first of all, let's be honest about the Biden administration changing stories, right? The, the first thing they did was tell the dutiful media that uh, this happened multiple times in the Trump administration. So why are you criticizing you know, Biden? And they thought that it could just fly because, you know, that's what the media does is they regurgitate every talking point Mm -hmm. that Biden has. But there was pushback. There was an immediate pushback from Trump administration, national security officials. Collectively, we all said not true, never happened. And then then they scrambled and the story changed. And suddenly it was like, oh, well, now we realize that it happened only after the fact. (laughs) <laughs> um, you didn't realize it, but we put the pieces together. Oh, and the, the media, you know, trumpeted that. Mm. You had people like John Carl on ABC and others just regurgitating the the regime's talking points. Hmm. And this is propaganda, and and it's being repeated by the very same people in Washington and newsrooms who who were clutching their pearls about misinformation. Right. And so uh, what, what we tried to do is push back hard. I think now that people are understanding this never happened in the Trump administration. The Biden team is lying. And then the latest, as you said, was they've now offered to, um, <laughs> to brief us, right. which I find to be uh, a way for them to, to try to fill us with the rewriting of history. And to try to say this is the story of intelligence that we're going to tell you. Now, the problem. I think, hang on just a second, Richard. I think it's also so they can make it sound very official. And we've already briefed the uh, former director of national intelligence on this. He's well aware of these things. And and then we only get the the information that they provide us. If we ask questions, it's, well, you can't get that. So we're really going to be used. Anybody who would, would offer up themselves to to be this pawn i think is playing right into them so i went public and i said that's a hard no from me since (laughs) you are uh constantly lying uh we'll wait until we go back into government and then somebody will be able to look at this and and out you once again this is the whole hunter biden laptop yeah i know all over again i know it's crazy how these people 
are constantly exposed for some of the biggest lies in my lifetime. I mean, the things that have gone on in the last 10 years, uh, I mean, are, are so well beyond uh, anything that was happening uh, with Watergate. And they just think they have credibility, so they just keep telling even bigger ones over and over and over again. And nobody's buying it anymore. And it's becoming dangerous because what is this balloon story really about? What what was China doing, to your best guess? Well, look, you know, no one should be surprised that China's on the offense. They have been on the offense trying uh, for the last, you know, 20 years trying to figure out what their political enemies are doing. And so we've had a a really difficult problem um, with trying to convince um, legislators, congressmen and senators to understand the threat from China. I think think Donald Trump did a very good job Mm -hmm. of showing that you can understand the threat, you can push back, but you don't have to poke him in the eye either. He tried to get along. He, he, I think he did the same thing with Russia. And while we have, you know, a whole bunch of people in the foreign policy community just think that everything is black and white, I, I will go toe-to-toe with anyone to talk about Donald Trump's foreign policy and how successful it was yeah. by being someone who avoided war while being tough at the same time, yes. well, well, yes. letting them know he's unpredictable. Mm-hmm. He might just take out Soleimani, uh, but at the same time, we want to build up a military so that it's peace through strength, the old adage. So, again, can we go back to China? I mean, was this, was this something that they were using to spy on? Would they have to use a balloon? Or was this a, a run to see, can we float something over their airspace and Joe Biden won't do anything about it? What, what, what was this? Well, I think it can be both. I think that they can um, spy and, and have an offense, a blatant offense, because they think Joe Biden is weak. Uh, remember, we started this relationship with China when they came to Alaska and they sat down with us and we were going to talk about a strategic dialogue with them. And the first thing they did was lecture us on our human rights record. And we sat there, the Blinken team sat there and took it. So we, we got off on a terrible footing with China. And, and, and don't forget, the Chinese loved the narrative the last month of the 2020 campaign, when right. every media person in America said, don't look at that laptop because it's Russian disinformation. When, when the Democrats push Russia, 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 Beijing smiles because then they're able to fly balloons over America. They're able to have no one look at the relationship between the Biden family and all of the communist Chinese leaders. Nobody even looked at people. Nobody even looked at at um, uh, Bagrad Air Force Base. Nobody even looked at that. I mean, we gave it to China and nobody even even talks about it. Well, oh, well, it. It, it, I, will, I will say this, though, going back to the China piece, the, the fact that China is being so blatant with their collection, with their spying, is a real concern for us. And, and we need to be able, well, because the Chinese are good at it and, and they are collecting information. You know, this balloon wasn't just floating. This was maneuvered purposely over areas that they wanted to see. There's no question that they took pictures. They collected everything. They sent it back 
they they wiped it clean as they were collecting. So in case once, you know, we, we for four days, we were screaming about a balloon. You don't think the Chinese realized, hey, it might get shut down. We better wipe clean as we're collecting. Do you think uh, so, do we had did did we have a way to scoop this thing up? And and say, I mean, we the missile aimed not at the balloon. It aimed right at the the mechanics underneath the balloon. I mean, come on. We landed on the moon. Right. United States of America. You're going to tell me we can't bring down a balloon without, you know, protecting people on the ground. Of course, we can. Not only but not only not only that, I'd like to see what we what they had. Because there are some way to don't we have some ability to go up and capture that thing? And then have it intact and say, this is what it is. Couldn't we have done that? I don't want to get to intelligence too much, but there, there is a way to, to figure out what they're doing. Uh, so, yes, you can, you can be satisfied that, that our intelligence collecting and our ability to figure out what's going on is very good. So uh, that's why we could know what, what this object was and what was underneath it and what the payload was like. Now, the, the intelligence community didn't brief the public on every detail, but we did uh, tell, the intelligence community did tell the public, we see it, we know what's happening there, and, and we're mitigating as much as we can. But, but my concern is that even Joe Biden, when he found out about this, you know, he said, shoot it down on Wednesday. And they didn't shoot it down until Saturday. I, I'm not sure why. Maybe Barack Obama said Saturday. When Joe said <laughs> it was the toughest decision but, any man has ever had to make. <laughs> but but he, he's now saying, I told them to shoot it down on Wednesday. And now we know it didn't happen until Saturday. So we, we got a big problem here of why are, you know, underlings making excuses and and not taking direction. And, and look, I know, I know we all think Joe Biden is weak and sometimes, uh, you know, somebody needs to mitigate. But I, I'm for making sure that if the president of the United States makes a directive that the bureaucracy follow through. Wow. I never even thought of that. Um, hold on just a second, Richard. We're talking to Richard Grinnell. And let me take one minute and we'll come right back. Uh, sponsored by Preborn. Um, I don't know if, you know, you thought about this before or not but if you've been helping us support the work of preborn you're kind of a hero really your donations of helping are, are helping them save lives every single day babies all around the country are taking their first breath outside the womb today because of the thing that you're doing the overturning of roe versus wade made the left more determined to spread the stain of abortion and i mean it's like it's it's not safe legal and rare has nothing to do with any of this. This is this is a bloodlust, I think, at this point. For $28 cost of a dinner, you can introduce an at-risk baby to his or her mother via uh, an ultrasound uh, at preborn. Now, the ultrasound, you double the chances. A mom comes in and says, I think I want to have an abortion. This is why they don't ask this question at Planned Parenthood. Let's get a view of the baby first. Let's see, you know, what's happening. Let's get an ultrasound. Once they hear the heartbeat and see the image, they're much more likely to save the child. And that's why they're asking for 28 bucks. 28 bucks will buy one ultrasound. 
You can be a hero by giving a baby life. Dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. Or go to preborn.com slash Glenn. That's preborn.com slash Glenn. 10 seconds, station ID. Talking to former uh, director of national intelligence, uh, Richard Grinnell, I read a story today in Just the News uh, about the former Drug Enforcement Agency Special Operations Director, uh, who outlined on Friday how college students from China entering the U.S. on student visas are now distributing drugs on behalf of various cartels that they are laundering money uh for china china is now uh selling they're sending all of the ingredients to the cartels the cartels are making dangerous things like fentanyl um shipping it across the border giving it to these chinese students and the chinese students are then selling it cartel gets its uh half and then china launders the money and buys american property and everything else uh here he says he's been working on this for about 10 years they've been tracking this. Did you know anything about this or have heard anything about it? Look, I, I haven't seen that specific story, so I don't want to comment on the, those specifics. But let me just say generally that, that we have a crisis when it comes to what the Chinese government and the, the strategy of the Communist Party um, has been doing to America and, and specifically American young people. American uh, legislators on the local level, it's not just Congress, but it's city councilmen, it's mayors, it's governors, Mm -hmm. um, the Confucius Institutes that have been collecting lots of money uh, from, from Chinese entities in our universities is a crisis. Um, They, you know, we, we've got, we've got a huge problem on our universities and, and, uh, uh, college campuses because they've been desperate for money. You have all of these uh, administrative people making exorbitant Mm -hmm. salaries in the United States. The cost of education, we all know, is skyrocketing. Mm -hmm. To feed that beast, they're looking for foreign money. And the foreign money that's happily coming in is from China. We we know that this is a crisis. You look at the Penn Biden Center, you look at Penn um, and, and they were one of the leading mm-hmm. uh, takers of Chinese money. This is why uh, education is so expensive, is because the foreign money has just been feeding these salaries, easily paying for all of the programs, and they just keep raising the rate on our students. We, we've got to stop this. Um, I think our State Department has to do a better job with looking at visas coming from China. And, and trying to figure out where and why people are coming. But I, I'll finish with this, Glenn. Um, I have seen firsthand how the Chinese are grabbing our, our engineering and um, digital students. Anyone working on front end or back end from, uh, from the digital space uh, in America, in an American university, is targeted by the Chinese. First, it's, hey, can you share with me um, you know, some of the knowledge you seem to be really smart. Can you, can you give me some points from a strategy of the, of the Chinese? 
And then they hook our young people into going online and giving an online course for a couple mm-hmm. of hours. They pay them. And then it becomes, hey, come to China and share some of your information here. We'll pay you for the weekend. And then and when they get jobs and they're grown up, they ask for the data information from their companies. And they have them in this honeypot because they say, well, you've already been paid by the Chinese. Mm. You started off by giving um, us information when you were a student. You did these programs for us for a couple hours and then a couple of days and then a weekend. And and we don't want to turn you in. So just continue working with us. Wow. And these 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 students. And I guarantee you, some people listening have been caught in this in this uh, problem. We need our students to come clean and tell us who is doing this, who is trying to to uh, really leverage their relationship with you in a way that's taking our data. They should get. Um, we also know that Chinese come over here, the Chinese students that collect all the information. We educate them and then they go back and use it against them. We, we could also it'd be worth giving those people amnesty for something they innocently did back then to tell us what's really going I 100% on. 100 percent support there, that. There is a, a story today that I saw in The Washington Times, the NSA wooing thousands of laid off big tech workers for spy agencies hiring spree. And I looked at this and I thought, oh, this isn't good Um, because of the public private partnership now and the revolving door with our Justice Department and FBI and all of this stuff that is being shared. Big tech and Twitter was just exposed for this. Right, right. And and all of them are involved. And it is becoming really, truly one kind of thing. Big tech and government are really merging together. So one of the things in this story is this is a way to keep these guys from going to China. But how do you feel about the NSA getting all of these? I mean, they're hiring thousands, uh, 30. Is it 30,000? No, no. 3000 more employees to work just in the Washington, D.C. area. Um, how, How do you is this a good thing? Bad thing? How do you feel about security for people? Well, first of all, I've been a big advocate for an idea that has not yet come to fruition, but I feel very passionately about it. If you're an American company and you're working on sensitive programs for the U.S. government, whether it be State Department, DOD or intelligence community, you should be barred from working in China. There is no possible way that if you're collecting sensitive information for us and working on sensitive programs, you can keep up this wall with china we should absolutely have that wall all right hang on just a sec we're with richard grinnell back in a minute the glenn back program and it time to start doing the things that you love again make sure you hold him uh sarah make sure you hold him over if you can um uh you know things things uh in the good old days before you were dealing with pain all the time I mean, wouldn't you like to go back? There is a way to go back and get rid of a lot of this pain without doping yourself up. It doesn't have to be a permanent separation from good times. And I know this because I've been there myself. If you or somebody you love are dealing with pain, please, please just try Relief Factor. 
It is going to cost you 20 bucks to try it, but you'll try it for three weeks and take it exactly as directed. Take it three times a day. At the end of the three, uh, the three weeks, if it's not working for you, cut your losses. 70% of the people, however, go on to order more month after month. It's worked for me. It could work for you. Will you just try it? ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four, relief. 800 for relief relief factor feel the difference tomorrow 8 p.m eastern on blaze tv state of the union coverage that you're not going to want to miss a oh, roast yeah. of joe biden gonna be a lot of fun blaze tv.com slash glenn all righty then I've got a story that I think we should put in the no. I don't think we should do that category. You know, some of them are pretty obvious. Uh, I think this one is in the obvious category, but apparently not. Apparently not. Have you heard of the uh, startup called Colossal? Colossal. I have not. Yeah, it's kind of an ambitious uh, project. Uh, it's a biotech company. Okay. And if you go to Colossal's website, uh, you'll see the mammoth. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, May prehistory thunder forward. We have the DNA, the technology, and the leading experts in the field. Next, we'll have the woolly mammoth alive again. Earth's old friend and new hero, the woolly mammoth. (laughs) Did any of these people see Jurassic Park? Does that anybody? Was, that was those are dinosaurs. I mean, you wouldn't want to recreate a T Rex. We're talking about Earth's old friend. Here. Old friend, the woolly you mammoth. Know, the woolly we mammoth. don't know if it was no. man's friend. It doesn't look like it. A, it doesn't. It's, it's furry. It looks kind of like an elephant. Right. Those tusks are are sharp. It looks like I. I don't know. The woolly mammoth does not seem like it would be our friend. So, uh, Colossal's landmark de-extinction project. Mm. Okay. Oh, the landmark of the de-extinction project. This is we deserve seg- to be destroyed. And this is the segment that at the beginning of the movie, like Jurassic Park, well, the swing's out of control. Yes. There's like people on the air going, did you hear about this new Colossal? They're... They're going to bring the woolly mammoth back to life. And it's just like the background as they're yes. setting the scene to the yes. movie. This is yes. the conversation. This is this the happens. conversation. And this is the part of the movie. It's in the first opening 20 seconds where you roll your eyes and go, nobody's stupid enough to do that. Right. And you switch. And you switch. You switch mm-hmm. the channel. Okay. Uh, Colossal's landmark de-extinction program. So landmark would mean this is the this is a big one, but they got other projects. Because they've got oh, the good. de-extinction project. This is the landmark of the de-extinction project. Good. Uh, it will be the resurrection of the woolly mammoth, or more specifically, a cold-resistant elephant with all the core biological traits of the woolly mammoth. It'll walk like a woolly mammoth, look like one, sound like one, but most importantly, it will be able to inhabit the same ecosystem previously abandoned by the mammoth's extinction. Now, I just happen to be from the old school that things that were around, maybe there's a reason they're not around anymore. Hmm. You know? Mm. Uh, I mean, we're busy killing humans and bringing back dinosaurs. The hell is. 
It's a good point. The same people who want to bring back the woolly mammoth are the same people who are like, ah, that's not life in there. Come well, on. What is that? That's a, it's a, it's a clump of cells. You can so, abort that thing three times till Tuesday. Right. But, but, but bring back but the a, woolly mammoth. But a clump of buttercups in a stomach. Oh, that could be the woolly mammoth. It could be. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here are their top 10 goals for reviving. <laughs> oh, good. One, to decelerate the melting of the Arctic permafrost. How? By having big furry yes. and uh, you know, elephants stomp around on it? What what the Because I yeah, that's uh that's gonna work. <laughs> to prevent the emission of greenhouse gases mm. trapped within the permafrost layer. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. How again? Is that by taking these decaying animals out of the permafrost? What does that mean? To revert well, that, now- that is one of the big things they talk about is that if this is the in the global warming theory, this this out of control uh, you know cataclysm where one event the chain reaction sort of like what it gets too warm the melt the ice melts it releases more carbon monoxide which makes it more warm which makes the ice melt more which means it releases more carbon monoxide and it never ever ends uh they also want to revert the now over shrubbed forests mm-hmm. uh back into natural arctic grasslands which will help with carbon emissions okay, okay. why well, shrubs have shrubbery Shru- <laughs> that's the problem We're shrubbery. shrubbery uh to restore the mammoth uh step uh to foster an ecosystem that can maintain its own defenses against climate change to what uh, by bringing the woolly man you're making an awful lot of assumptions here <laughs> you know i mean there's I mean, it was a woolly mammoth like a agricultural engineer what, no what i mean here's here's what this is it is a they they said you know we can get some DNA from this frozen thing. Maybe mm-hmm. we should make one. Right. I don't know. That seems really, I mean, do we have the technology? Yeah, we have the technology. Uh, guys, I don't think we should maybe, should we talk about this? Shut up. Yeah, let's do it. Why should we do it? It would be cool. Right. And we, we then, can't put our list of goals as it would be cool. Just after, say something about the grasslands. Yeah, after after they decide to do it, they hire a PR firm. Right. We need 10 reasons why we're doing this. Because <laughs> it's really, what are the 10 reasons? One, it would be cool. That's the last reason. Right. That's what they, they think right. it would be cool if they That's could bring it. back a woolly man. And we'll be in the history books forever. We'll mm. bring back a prehistoric, a prehistoric monster. Hey, it's a woolly mammoth. Mm-hmm. I don't know if yeah. anybody has ever spent time around elephants, but they can stomp you to death. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, oh, it's a good little puppy dog. No, you know what? I, I blame Coca-Cola for this. The people think that polar bears are just going to be nice and share Cokes with you. That's not what they do. Exactly. They rip right. you to shreds. Yes. They, and that's they what tear the woolly mammoth throat will do. Out. Yes. yes. The woolly mammoth is a highly specialized killing machine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Now, there may be some scientific leaps right. that he's taking there. Yeah. Uh, well, no but, more uh, scientific leaps than the, than the <laughs> stupid polar bear sharing a beverage. <laughs> so they're saying that uh, the woolly mammoth will return by 2027. So oh, great. that's really good. Really good. Just in time to run for the 2028 uh, office <laughs> yeah, for president. Here's the good news. We'll most likely be dead by then or Jesus will be back. So, uh, okay. Uh, now, some good advice from uh, Bill Gates. Oh, Bill Gates said that Elon Musk should stop wasting money on space travel mm. and should focus on. Go ahead. What? 
Focus on, come on, it's Bill Gates. Uh, vaccine vaccines, development. Vaccines, yes. Uh, yes. yes. Talking about that. Everybody's got to be mm-hmm. making some vaccines. I'm cooking some vaccines up in my uh, garage mm. here at home. Nice, <laughs> it's really? really. Oh, yeah. Is that it's what crazy. you call that? Uh huh. Uh huh. Vaccines. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, uh, so Bill Gates is giving Elon Musk a little bit of advice. Forget about getting off the planet. And Elon would remind you, the reason why I'm getting off the planet is because of people with ideas like yours. You know what I mean? I think maybe we should get off the planet before you kill all humans. Uh, Then you had uh, Bill Maher uh, over the weekend uh, screaming about wokeism. Uh, He's good on this topic, I will say. He is. He said, if you're part of today's woke revolution, you need to study the part of the revolutions where they spin out of control because the revolutionaries get so drunk on their purifying elixir, they imagine they can reinvent the very nature of human beings themselves. No. No. You know what's really terrifying about this? Is, look, the reason why socialism doesn't work can you name can you name the most basic reason why socialism doesn't work? You eventually run out of other people's money. Okay, that's a good way to put it. Um, but it goes against human nature itself. Mm-hmm. Okay, human nature is to sit around and do nothing if somebody's going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Look at your kids. If you spoil your kids, are they going to be the ones who are the really hardworking? You know, I'm out there. I'm working. I'm thinking away. Generally, usually not. They're the lazy ones. Ben Franklin, I mean, you, to, to get people out of poverty, you need to make people uncomfortable in their poverty. Oh, my gosh. What a racist. What a racist. A racist abolitionist. That, that yeah, guy so, was you know, so mm. bad. Slave, not owning abolitionist. I hate that guy. Mm. Anyway, um, so he points out that, uh, hey, uh, you know, this always goes bad. And it's because socialism goes against human nature. And so when human nature kicks in and you're like, oh, well, I get stuff for free, so I'm not going to work so hard because I can't advance here. I'm just getting this amount of money. So why should I work any harder? I mean, think about this. This this is the way almost everybody is at work at some point. I'm not going to if you get disgruntled at all. Why am I doing it? Why am I doing it? I'm going to just go in, put in my eight hours and move on. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's human nature. So it goes against human nature itself. So then they start to redesign humans. They want to redesign so you fit in their utopian. I mean, they're being kinder to the woolly mammoth than they are to us. Um, He said the problem with communism and some very recent ideologies here at home is they think they can change reality by screaming at it. That you can bend human nature by holding your breath. That's the difference between reality and your mommy. Now, so you know, this week is AI week on this uh, program. We're going to be talking to the, on Wednesday uh, about uh, some AI stuff that you really need to know about um, that is going to change. The, see, it will explain what he just said and show that it's actually not true. Some very recent ideologies here at home is they think they can change reality by screaming at it, that you can bend human nature by holding your breath. No, for the very first time, we have AI and it will be able to track you and change your nature without you knowing it. 
by 2030, I'm going to make you a prediction, and I guarantee this will happen. By 2030, if things continue as they are, you will no longer be able to define free will. You won't know what free will even is anymore. Because you won't know the chicken or the egg. Did I have the idea? Was that idea given to me? Do I like that for my own personal reasons? Or have I been influenced without my understanding? Can I do something that I want to do? Do I have free will? It's gone. It will be something that our children who have it now will be the last generation to really understand it because of AI. They can bend humans and human nature, not by holding their breath, but through AI algorithms. Can I ask you a, a Bill Maher question yeah. while we're here? So we kind of know this pattern, right? Where someone, let's say they're very reliably liberal, and then they start saying things against that orthodoxy. Mm-hmm. What happens to them? They're always destroyed. They're destroyed. Right? Mm-hmm. So Bill Maher was a very reliable liberal. You know, he, I mean, he occasionally would say stuff that's made sense, right? But, but he, generally speaking, was just a liberal, and he 90% of the time was a liberal. And occasionally he'd say something, we'd be like, wow, I can't believe Bill Maher said that, but it was pretty rare. Then he started doing this, this anti-woke thing he's been doing now for a couple of years, consistently, almost every week, there's another clip of him ranting against wokeism and the, the, the direction the AOC left is going in, okay? And since then, he has not only been rewarded with a hefty uh, contract extension at HBO, but now... His after show is going to be carried on CNN as part of their new programming schedule on the weekends. I think this is a good thing. I think so, too. I'm very I'm always worried about good things because I don't believe in them anymore. (laughs) (laughs) We make very, very bad elves. (laughs) (laughs) Screw it. Not another Etch-A-Sketch. Throw it in the trash. Johnny, you're not going to get that. You probably won't live to Christmas. What what is this? Why? 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 Why is Bill Maher? Because I think Bill Maher is a a lefty intellectual that has been so deeply ingrained in that role for so long. Mm -hmm. Um, And he has always kind of pissed people off. You know, if he makes us happy occasionally, Occasionally. he makes them unhappy occasionally. So So he's thought as a... Yeah, they're used to it, and he's a little bit of a free thinker. He doesn't like the Republicans, okay? But he is waking up on this, and I think there are enough intellectuals that are waking up and saying, hey, how about a return to classical liberalism? You know what I mean? How about, how about a little classical liberalism? I, I, that's the only way I can explain it, that the tide is changing. I hope that's true. That would be really encouraging, which is why, of course, I don't believe it. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Who's here to see Santa next? <laughs> All right. Last week, Market Watch, one of the best financial publications online, put out a great piece on why it may be prudent to store some precious metals in your IRA, 401k or retirement account. 
You can find this article and more like it, more like it in Goldline's charts and news section on their website, full of really valuable information about how to protect yourself with precious metals. One of the things it points out is that the central banks acquired more gold in the third quarter of 2022 than any other quarter. Listen to this. Central banks bought more gold and put it into their coffers in the last quarter, the third quarter, sorry, of 2022 than any other quarter in 55 years. My grandfather used to say, if we only knew what the rich and powerful were doing, we would have done it and we would have maybe survived the Great Depression a little better. Hello? There's your answer. What are they doing? Goldline is offering free metals delivered directly to your front door with every qualified self-directed IRA transaction this month. This is a huge special not to be ignored. Call Goldline today and find out how to take advantage of their IRA special. It is 866-GOLDLINE. They're waiting for your call now. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Glenn Beck. Tomorrow, we're covering the State of the Union live coverage on Blaze TV. We'll all be there with a few comments, I'm thinking. Uh, so you don't want to miss that uh, tomorrow. You know, some will say it's like a pre-party um, or a wake. You know, <laughs> one, one of the two. It'll happen tomorrow, hosted by my good friend and executive producer, Stu. Gonna be a lot of fun roasting yeah. Joe Biden as we watch the speech with you. It's gonna be the only way to tolerate it. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be fun. You don't want to miss it. If you're not a member of the Blaze yet, please join us. State of the Union roast tomorrow only on BlazeTV.com/slash Glenn promo the code Glenn, Glenn. Glenn. Program.